heating's off It's warmer on the streets A hat on my head Woolly socks on my feet And my house is so cold Probably warmer outside Now my tariff's high I just can't justify Having the heating on Even Martin Lewis, he can't do a lot for you Tell me can you feel it, tell me can you feel it, tell me can you feel it The heating's off The heating's off The heating's off I've got chilly feet Cause the heating's off Hello, welcome to episode 113 of the Waste of Web Space podcast. Starring Jimbo and Fisher. And this episode is entitled The Heating's Off, as demonstrated by our opening song there. Hey, isn't it worth saying that after we've been away for a couple of months, we managed to get his intro pretty much bang on? We have, but I've still got the slight issue, Jimbo, that before you've actually listened to us speak, you've heard three different bits of music. Yeah, it's, there's nothing wrong I with was, that. Was, it's, it's just our intros. It's our intros. It's no. how we do it. It's all about blending. To, it's all about blending. I was listening to the podcast in the car a couple of weeks ago when we, we were driving. We got a bit of a long drive that took us an hour. Well, it should have taken an hour. It took us about an hour and a half, two hours, which was a bit annoying. And we listened to at least two episodes of the podcast on the way there. There's just too much intro. No, there's not. I mean, no, there's not. Right. No, 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 no. Let's let's talk right. about this off air. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and then the worst bit is that after the intros, it gets me gabbling on about how long the intros are, yeah, which makes well, the intros don't do longer. It then. Well, don't really do it bad. then. Don't do it then. You're like, look, I'm in charge of of sound production. You're in charge of um, wardrobes and hair makeup. Really? Which is you know clearly another thing I need to raise about what's going on. I mean, what's happening? What's happened to me? Never mind. What's, what's happened to you? What? What's happened to me? Yeah, you should have done your hair for this episode. It looks all right, doesn't it? It's going, going a bit longer again. <laughs> My beard's getting a bit longer. You, you, you do know you're allowed to go for your haircut at the minute, don't you? Nah, there's no point. It's looking good, this. Right, I'm okay. trying to get it back to its glory of being really long. All right. Um, ah. There we go. So, yeah. Interesting, obviously, the the song there was The Heating's On, so obviously that's a reference to... Or Heating's Off, rather. Yeah. Assuming reference to our heating bills going up. It is, and we did um, this a few... That was prepared a while ago, about a month ago, when yeah. we were supposed to podcast. We didn't get round to it, and I couldn't bother to do another song. Uh, now it's the heating's off anyway because it's generally warmer this time of year. Yeah. But there's still still times, don't there, when you still feel like you could knock it on for a little bit because it does get a bit chilly even this time of year, doesn't it? Yeah, and interesting, you know. Remember Martin Lewis, the money saving expert. Obviously, yeah. he's quite. Um, I suppose he always used to be really vocal in terms of trying to get people, you know, buy one get one free pizzas at Pizza Express or. Here's a voucher to get you twenty five percent off at Handmade Burger Co. Or you can get a cheap pair of shoes here. Nowadays, it just tells you, you know, let's see if you can afford to heat your house, you know? <laughs> That's the sorry yeah. state of uh, of things, isn't it, really? Um, yeah. And, uh, it is to try and make sure the electricity, you know, paying the electricity bill doesn't sort of make you bankrupt. I'm sure we'll talk yeah. more about that a bit later on as well. So, mm. um, anyway, breaking news time. I bet you've not thought about your breaking news, have you, Fisher? 
I just have actually. Okay. I don't know if you, have you seen it on the document? Uh, no, and I haven't. I haven't seen it yet on the document. Uh, well, we have. We do have it. a doc. So this just proves that we do have some planning going into this. Yeah. Even if it's a tiny little bit. Uh, yeah, it's, we've got a planning document, um, which I looked at for the first time about an hour ago, didn't I? Um, mm-hmm. In terms of planning tonight's podcast. Um, so do you want to do your breaking news first? Because yours isn't going to be as significant as mine. Is it not? All right. So I've got some new pets. Have you? Yeah. Well done. Responsible oh. for looking after two uh, rabbits. Okay. Um, what about the pets? Yeah. Um, they're, yeah. They're, they're, they're healthy little bunnies. Um Obviously, we sadly lost our cat before Christmas. He didn't lose. He died. He didn't lose him. And you would say that about a cat. You've got to be clear, haven't you? That means you, you know you can't say because people do lose cats and cats go missing and stuff. So you've got to be quite clear, haven't you, about what exactly you mean? Um, but no, we we've got two bunnies now, and uh, yeah, you know, happy bunnies and all that, really. So I, I saw some. I, I saw something about um, your cat because I, I don't know if you want to talk about your cat or what was your cat's name? Socks. Do you know who else had a cat called Socks? Um, uh, I think I do actually, but I can't. I can't. I can't remember who was it. Was it a politician or something? Uh, yeah, he's sort of on the right lines though. Yeah, go on um, then. Uh, Bill Clinton. He well, did. I yeah, Hillary that's Clinton it. As well. I yeah. think this might have come up in a quiz before. Possibly, yeah. But I, I remember. I, I can't remember. What I heard recently, but it said the name Socks. Obviously, a bit of a new one for a cat. And um, yeah, that was Socks spelled as in as in what you put on the end of your feet. Uh, keep your feet warm. I think we spelt it S O C K S, yeah, proper. We didn't, we didn't yeah. go the old traditional. We didn't go the older, like more modern S O X. Yeah, because especially, a, especially if you write that on a name tag, you know, when you're getting them embroidered on a name tag, yeah. um, uh, you know, because they're not all like computerized. Although sometimes people have just sort of done it with a a pen. So we were a bit worried if we went for the S O X that it'd actually look like sex on the cat's collar, and you know, you don't want people looking at a cat's collar seeing that, especially some people. Yeah. I suppose, obviously, from what you're saying, you're saying it's spelt socks, as in yeah. what you have to wear two pairs of nowadays so oh, your yeah. feet don't freeze in your yeah. house that you can't afford to eat anymore. Well, the fact that, yeah, um, that Martin Lewis were actually suggesting that, yeah, you should buy these USB mittens uh, <laughs> in, pre- in preparation for October is <laughs> um, it's, it's a very sorry state of affairs, really, isn't it? That that's, that's what we've come to. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, it feels like it. So these rabbits, um, you know... I, I, I didn't want them to get silly names like Flopsy and Mopsy Fisher because, yeah. you know, uh, you know they're my daughter's rabbits. So I kind of drew up a short list of names to say, mm-hmm. look, these are the names we, you can choose from. You know, there were, there were names on there that I thought she'd like, like Elsa, uh, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, you know, a bit more modern sort of things, really. Or not, you know, not Flopsy and Mopsy. But anyway, so I said, Ada, you can name these rabbits. And she went, yeah, I, I can. Flopsy and Mopsy. And because she was so excited about calling them Flopsy and Mopsy, I couldn't, uh, I, I couldn't turn it the other way. So they've got stage names. Uh, they are called mm-hmm. Hazy and Hops, after my love of um, craft beer. Oh, right. oh, lovely. Well, any beer, okay. really, but yeah. Do you not think your sort of beer obsessions become a bit too great, the fact that you make naming your pets after nah, beer? Nah, nah. I would have, you know, I think Gaida is a, is a lovely young, uh, young girl, uh, but I would have respected her a bit more if you'd have said to her, do not call your rabbits Flopsy and Mopsy, and she'd have come back and said, okay, I'll call them Mopsy and Flopsy. <laughs> kind of everything, you know, I mean, in, in time she will kind of learn that, that sort of stuff. Go on then, Fisher, here we go. Um, um, is that all you're playing, just that sort of breaking news? Can I play something like Proud by Heather Small? Now I've got a drum roll fix, but no one knows what, what you've got to tell us yet. Or Jerusalem, something like that, maybe. Yeah. But, now, Jimbo, you know that I recently have 
taken up a bit of a new hobby. Do you know what that new hobby is? Um, it's Crown Green Bowling. It's not Crown Green Bowling. It's, it's uh, uh, nude, it's, nude it's art drawing. Athletic sport. Oh, so it's, so it's sport related. Okay. Um, it's. Uh, I don't know. If you tell me what you've achieved, I might be able to guess what it is. Well, I think it would be a bit obvious because if I was to tell you, well, basically, Jimbo, I've started playing quite a bit of darts. All oh, right. Okay. I do know why, yeah, because I've, I've visited the fish tank, the uh, the nice establishment in your conservatory, which is your yep. little home bar, and you have got mm-hmm. a very nice dartboard in there. So you've started playing mm-hmm. darts. Jimbo, I haven't just started playing darts. Not too long ago. Um, precise date will be confirmed shortly when I remember what it is. But the main point to note is that I have now got a best score at darts of 180. Which I believe, uh, with my limited darts knowledge, is very good. It means in three throws you get three tri- triple twenties. Exactly. It was at nine uh, twenty-eight in the morning on Saturday, twelfth of March, um, and what a great moment! I remember my wedding day. I remember graduation from university, and I remember my first ever one hundred eighty darts. Three perfect throws. I got two in. I thought, I'll tell you what, perhaps I'm going to get a third in. Bang! Nailed it straight in. A lot flatter that last one. Sailed straight into into treble twenty. See, the thing is now, all you need to do now to top that is obviously get uh, three bullseyes. Yeah, uh, the slide, uh, I, I did actually once play against someone who checked out with 150 with three bullseyes. That was one of the most, it was pretty gutting really, because it was almost impossible to get three bullseyes. Because bear in mind, if you get your first dart in the middle of the bullseye, you can't get the other two in. So, so you managed to physically stack them in in a triangle. So it's harder to, because this is what I've, I obviously was joking then, I do know that uh, triple 20 is your, your best score in, in darts, but it's 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 more so the reason that that is the best thing you can achieve is because it's too hard to get triple bullseye is that right uh well triple bullseye score 150 180 is obviously 180 but is it te- is it technically harder to get a triple bullseye because of the space in yeah probably yeah. because if you if you it doesn't matter where you get your first dart in the treble 20 you should always be able to get two more darts in somewhere so it should but to me it should bullseye. still be to me it should still be a better score to get triple bullseyes but the problem is, if well, the thing is that if you just miss the bullseye, then you get a 25, which is a higher score than if you just miss triple 20. So it's a bit of risk and reward playing darts. Oh, okay, fair enough. I know this sort of stuff because I'm an expert now, so I've got all yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, I mean, I can't wait for episode 180 of the Waste of Web Space podcast <laughs> because then I can regale this story yet again. Did did you, do you have any entrance music? Are you got that good now that you have, like, your own walk-on music and, like, dancing girls at the side of your darts board? I don't think that's allowed anymore, actually, is it? Probably not. Yeah, me too have probably uh, come after that one, and rightly so, to be fair. Um, no, sometimes I have like to play a bit of music, um, like, you know, Simply the Best by Tina Turner or something like that. But could you not get, like, you know, Vicky to be the the dancing girl next to Dartboard, just to make it more real, you know what I mean? Um, I, su- I suppose, uh, potentially, I could do. I don't know why you've got her name written on a piece of paper that you've stuck into your mouth, by the way. Can you not get the joke? Oh, right, okay. She's a dancing girl next to the... No! I've oh, got what? right for everyone listening or people who can't see. Um, I've got an I've got Fisher's wife's name written mm. on a bit of paper in my mouth. Now, come on, what does that reference? Something topical. Well, it was topical if we'd have podcasted a few weeks ago, months uh, ago, either. Of course, yeah. Well, Jimbo, get your get my wife's name out of your mouth. Hey, we'll thank you. <laughs> Sorry, that's a lovely reference of that happened four weeks ago that would have been topical if we'd have podcasted on time. Um, of course, something that was said by um, by Will Smith at the Oscars and also then said by Rishi Sunak um, 
when someone asked him about his wife's <laughs> non-dom status. Uh, so someone has got, Leanne's got it. Leanne, Leanne Riley's listening and well watching and got the joke um, quicker than okay. you did, Fisher. It took yeah, me ages to prepare fine. that. It's very good. I mean, yeah, so, you must have had that written down for about four weeks or so. It's a five-letter five letter word. Wordle. Good wordle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I've you, given up on now. I've given up on it now, by the way. Yeah, we've sort of stopped on that, really, haven't we? It became a bit too difficult. I, I just I just, I just, didn't have time. just ran out of time for it. Or just kept forgetting and kept getting frustrated. Because sometimes it'd take me a full day. Mm. But anyway, should we, should we move on? Let's move on. So, uh, my show and tell's coming up in a minute, uh, but first, we obviously need to, to check in with what we're drinking. Are you on? Are you having a drink tonight, Fisher? I am having a drink. Uh, I'm going to sit back, chill out, relax, and go on the Sun Lounger. Sun Lounger? I've not seen that Sun one before. Lounger. Um, it's made by Pendrick Brewing Co., um, and they are based somewhere... Um, it looks like Sweden. Does it, ta- it, does, it ta- does it taste slightly of sun cream because somebody's not wiped it down before uh, before you've used it, before you've had it? Uh, could, oh, I hope it's sun cream. Um, no, so it's based um, by the Pentrick Brewing Company in Derbyshire. Yeah. Pen- I wonder if actually... Pentrick or Pen... Is it Pen- Pentrich? Is it? Pentrich, sorry. Rich, yes. I, don't I, if, I have heard of that one before. I don't know if that might be... Uh, that's in a business park. I'm, I was... Um, there's a... I went recently to a Italian restaurant near where we live. I'll not give its name away just because I don't want to be, you know, if we're advertising places, oh, we should pay for it. McDonald's, yeah. Yeah. yeah pizza, obviously. Um, <laughs> so it was Italian, didn't it? And they they had a lager on that was made by made somewhere in Derbyshire. Um, and it was, to be fair, it was quite a nice lager. But what intrigues me a little bit is that the lager advertised itself as being a four-star lager. And I don't know why you wouldn't advertise yourself as being a five-star lager, because surely... Everyone yeah. wants to be five stars and the best. Why would you? Un- unless in the lager world, it's you only get four stars. Well, maybe. It was called the Scavelli Lager. Um, it was brewed on, I mean, like all good Italian lagers, it's um, brewed, I think, in Derbyshire on Bull Paddock Farm. <laughs> um, Scavelli Lager. And I, sorry, I don't know if you've been to this particular res- Italian restaurant in Chapel Town. A very nice meal we had as well. I should be so lucky. Weird, weirdly... Um, you know that thing, when we normally have starters when we go out, so I normally order a pint, drink part of my pint, having the starter. You're talking about the, free, you're talking about the free bread? No, no, no. It was a, it was a bona fide starter, um, I think some kind of mozzarella type dish. Very nice food, brilliant. Uh, and I asked, I said, you know, can we just have a... a I'd, I'd got a bit of lager left in my glass, in my a bit of four-star lager left in my glass. And I said, is there any chance I can have another drink, please? Another pint of lager, another another glass of wine. Um, glass of wine, not for me, obviously. And uh, you know what the waiter did? I, I had about a quarter of my pint left in the glass. Um, he just picked me glass off, picked me glass up, and took it with him. Oh, right, I okay. Thought, I'm sort of like paid for that. I was planning on drinking it. All I want was another pint, and I'm gonna once I've finished that, I've got the next pint ready, so I'm not have to, like ordering during the main you, course. You were clearly too too quick. You should have drank what you had before ordering. Well, yeah, but you don't want to be without yeah. a drink, do you? So. Uh, for for me, I've got. Do you know it's it's King's Day tomorrow, which is a national day celebrated in. Do you know where? I don't know. What I do know is that the Netherlands have got something called Queen's Day. Um, 
So it might be something to do with the Netherlands. They might have got a king it, instead of a queen. It is King's Day in the Netherlands. Is so, it? yeah, this is a Dutch beer from a pub shed called mm-hmm. the Dutch Barn in uh, Holland. And it's La Trap Trappist Trippel. Triple. Trappist Triple. Um, which is a very wheaty sort of beer. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a bit peachy as well, a bit apricot And not only did I get a beer from them, so this is the Dutch barn who came and visited Sheffield a few weeks back, uh, or back in mm-hmm. March. They also gave me a glass as well to go with it. See that? Yeah. So, so this person literally came from the Netherlands. No, they came from <laughs> they came from Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. But they've as got. In, I was going to say, is it Hollanders in they, Lincoln? They've, they've got. They've got. They've got uh, Dutch ties, so during lockdown they couldn't go visit their Dutch family, and their Dutch family couldn't right. visit them. So they built a Dutch barn. You know, like one of those kind of have you seen them before? Them Dutch looking barn things. Like a windmill type thing, or... yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they built one of those and, had, and and built their own little pub shed thing in the garden in that style. So this is uh, I mean, uh, from them. Yeah, fantastic. Well done to that person. I mean, it might have just been easier for you to buy some edam or something like that to remind you of your family as opposed to building a. A uh, Dutch-themed shed that serves beer in it, but yeah, not as much fun though, is it? Um, not as much fun. So, so thanks for this, uh, the Dutch barn, uh, Dean <laughs> from the Dutch barn in Lincolnshire. I've also got some Lincoln beers to try at some point as well uh, <laughs> from the uh, brewery local to Lincoln. Uh, anyway, are those beers very, are those beers like Lincolnshire's landscape and sort of like very flat. Yeah. <laughs> it's not flat, is it? Not Lincoln That's itself. How I'm, I'm... Possibly thinking more, more. That's Lincoln itself now, obviously. That's, Definitely uh, that's not. noted for having the cathedral on top of the hill. Um, yeah. I think, well, we might be thinking a bit more sort of Norfolk and that, but certainly that bit to the east is generally perceived to have been quite flat land, isn't it? So my show and tell then, Fisher. Um, it, yeah. kind of, it kind of it links her back a little bit to, uh, you know, you've, you've talked about the classy uh, food that you go and eat on a weekend, nip mm-hmm. into the local Italian restaurant. Uh, so for me, it's my, about my weekend takeaway, basically. Uh, mucky takeaway you know there's plenty of them yeah. to choose from in chap isn't there um, so at yeah. the weekend I ordered a takeaway I've got two possible stories though uh, you need to mm-hmm. investigate and find out which is true which is false so mm-hmm. first statement is okay I ordered the wrong takeaway or I confused the takeaway driver right or the wrong no, I, can... I was thinking actually about this uh, can we sort of Say in future, when we're doing things like this, that there, is, there should always be an option that both might apply. Uh, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I'm but assuming both it does in this case, but both does not apply in this case. Yeah, I, I did. Is that I just because think, you think uh, I could have done both? I, I think you could have done both, uh, but also I, I did. I did come up with um, a recent show and tell, which I got two things which were both true on a similar kind of subject. So I mean, that might be something to one in the future. Um, so I think in future. Maybe all questions we ask, there is always the option that, if it's multiple choice, that both might apply. <laughs> um, so, you either ordered the wrong takeaway or you confused the delivery driver. Yep. Um, so, which takeaway did you go to? It was High Green Grill. Big shout out to High Green Grill. I, uh, have I got... Um, I don't know. <laughs> Decent takeaway. Quite popular. Yeah. What did you, what did you order? Well, this so, is... What did you, what did you, sorry, what did you mean to order? I meant to order a pizza, a cheese mm-hmm. pizza with peppers and onions. Uh, was it just for yourself? Were you kind of part of a wider group? What, what was the circumstances? I was, I was ordering the takeaway, so we had we had the boxing on at the old Ale and Audio oh, okay. pub shed. Yeah. Uh, we'd been we'd had some we'd been to we'd watch Sheffield Wednesday there in the daytime or mm-hmm. listen to them. Mm-hmm. Yep, of course. Yep, and yep. <laughs> and then we yep. uh, and then we went 
out into Chapel Town to just mm-hmm. kind of you know hang around Chapel Town, not like on street corners, yeah. just you know in the pubs and Have stuff. A few beers. Yeah. Came back uh, to watch the boxing. Ordered the takeaway, which took it. You know, despite I, I gave them a round of applause, but I'm going to have to. <laughs> took a long time. Took a long time. Mm-hmm. I let, but I let them off because it was a bit busy night boxing on and everything. Probably everyone would do the same thing. Uh, yeah. So I ordered the food for everyone, and I ordered my bit of that as part of it. You know, as I did mm-hmm. the big order sort of thing. Yeah, and it wasn't what I ordered or what I thought I'd ordered. What did he? Uh, we we the only we the only person ordering. Sorry, are we part of a wider group? Uh, no, I, I ordered for everybody else. I ordered their food as well and did all the separate orders, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what did he get instead? So I, I went to order onions and peppers. Uh, sorry, cheese pizza with onions and peppers. And what I actually got was cheese pizza with pepperoni. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So is it, is it more commonly known a pepperoni pizza? Yeah, which is obviously a problem. Was a confusion between peppers and pepperoni? It could have been me. It might have been slurry, um, but I'm I'm pretty sure the the issue might have been me. So did you say it might have been celery? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, um, so I mean, yeah. How much did you have to drink at this point? We are sort of fully. Yeah, I mean, or were you? Yeah, I was. I was. I was. I was well on my way. Yeah. Um, okay. So what what was the result of this? Did you? Object? Did you pay them less? Did you? Well, I, I could. I, they'd already gone. You know, they they, oh. they dropped it off, and that's it. So I obviously, I ended up with a, a pizza I couldn't eat because uh, I have been vegetarian for over six months now. Of course, yes, yeah, got about that. Yeah, you're vegetarian. Um, well, you could have just taken the pepperonis off, surely. Mm. And it's not the first time I've done this. I once went to Weatherspoons, mm. and uh, which I, I don't like to own up or go to Weatherspoons, but sometimes when you're in a night out, big group of lads, you end. That's where you end up in it. People want cheap drinks, yeah. and I ordered a I ordered a burger once. Mm-hmm. A vegan, the vegan one, uh, but I wanted to add cheese on it because I don't like the the kind of rubbish. Oh, they come quite plain. The vegan stuff, yeah. right? either without the cheese or with a vegan version. I'm not vegan. I'm vegetarian, and the vegan cheese mm-hmm. isn't always that good. So anyway, I ordered. Yeah. Uh, looking on the extras that you could add on, I saw what I thought said something like maple cheese or something, which is probably not even a thing. But I added that yeah. on, and then it came out with maple cured bacon and cheese on it. So that was a bit of a yeah. So I've done yeah. it before. It's, an, it's an, something I've done, and I can't. And, and I've never eaten it. I've always, mm-hmm. you know, taken it off or mm-hmm. picked it off or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's, that's a. Oh, well, I suppose it's not the worst thing in the world, but yeah, I suppose these things can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the other other scenario was that you confused the delivery driver. Yes. How did you? How did you do that? So in this story, I mm-hmm. we were because we were around the back of the house and uh, not in the house, obviously. Mm-hmm. Nobody was able to monitor the door being knocked on and stuff. So I uh, usually stick a sign up to say, please mm-hmm. pop round the back sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, say, you I've know, got two rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> Come round the back, uh, deliver your, your, the food round the back or whatever. So mm-hmm. um, I went to put a note on the door and after a couple of attempts, unsuccessful attempts to write a note, mm-hmm. I just, I went with whatever I wrote and stuck it on the door and, um, mm-hmm. And it turned out that the, the, the we were waiting a while for the delivery driver, and by the time he turned up and I went round and, you know, eventually we found him sort of hanging around the front, didn't know what he was doing. I said, oh, yeah. I've not seen the note on the door. And he looked a bit confused, gave me the food and then went. So it wasn't right. until the next day that when I went to look at the note that I'd put on the door, I realised that I'd pretty much written a load of drivel right. <laughs> on the note. <laughs> so, I, I mean, the word please, please... Mm-hmm come round the back or whatever, 
round the back, please. It had two L's in it. And then over the other side oh. of the page, I'd, I'd, I'd written something completely that made no sense at all. So I obviously realised that, turned it round and tried to write something else again. And the delivery driver obviously <laughs> couldn't make a head, head, head and tail of it. Um, so again, was this sort of um, generally due to you having maybe too much to drink yeah. and I, unable to? I do, I do, rem- I do remember trying to write it and not being able to write mm-hmm. it properly, like right. struggling to actually, like I was a child, mm-hmm. like I was back in English next to you in year eleven, yeah. struggling to write a simple words. No, <laughs> yeah. it was in top set actually. Drawing a picture of the teacher in your anthology. <laughs> Um, that's it I mean it, it was probably confused because I, instead of writing a note I'd just drawn a picture of Miss Pitt and stuck it to my front door yeah. <laughs> felt like I was back in English in year 11 yeah, might work one day clearly <laughs> um, so I suppose the you know, question we've got then really are on both occasions you said you'd had a bit too much to drink so both plausible um, one of them means so the occasion you're... was basically the same it's what it's which did I do yeah one of them suggests you're a little bit illiterate. Yeah, can understand that one. Um, other one, you're vegetarian, which you are a vegetarian. So they're both fairly plausible. See, I don't know whether I, I, you know, I still don't know whether I said it wrong, I slurred and sort of said pepper and onions, it sounded like pepperoni. I might have said pepper yeah. and onion pizza, they might, they might have thought pepper, pepperoni pizza, quite easy mm. to do. Yeah. Or, or whether I'd forgot I was vegetarian and ordered a pepperoni pizza, which probably would have been one of my go-to pizzas before I was a veggie. Can you, can you forget your veggie? Were you that drunk that you, would, you could have forgotten your vegetarian? Well, when it turned up, I remembered. So I, it wasn't, yeah. you know, I, I, I could have, you know, I wasn't obviously drunk enough to completely forget when I opened it and saw the pepperoni that I couldn't eat it. So. Okay. Now, I'm, so I'm going to say that, I'm going to make a decision. I'm going to say that you had had too much to drink and you wrote a note that made no sense. And I think you might have a note to hand and you're about to show it to me on the camera. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have the note, but that is the true story. I did ask for it. I said, where's that note? Where's that note? And it's been binned long since. But there is a photograph of the note somewhere. I can find it. And the thing is, the, the wrong side of it was photographed because on the other side, it was even worse. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well done, Fisher. I did confuse the takeaway driver by writing a very uh, badly spelt and a note that didn't make any sense at all. But ultimately, we got us takeaway. So well done again to High Green Grill. This is not an advert for High Green Grill. <laughs> uh, so should we move on? Yes, let's move on. So I know you like our music, I thought I'd start leaving it on a bit longer, just to annoy you. Thank you very much. Um, so I think we're into the news section, aren't we? Oh yeah, yeah we do that now, and don't we? It's been a while. Yeah, major, major news story. Um, I don't know if you heard about it, but I got 180 playing darts um, yeah. on the, uh, whatever, when it was, in March. It's uh, 9.28 in the morning. Um, so that's the major well, news story this, this week. So is um, that, should we move on? <laughs> yeah, 
that, I mean, we kind of mentioned, let's skip over Chris Rock and Will Smith being there, done that, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all that joke again. Nah, we've done that. So let's yeah. let's talk about a bit something that's a bit more current. And um, let me just... Uh, oh, it's, it's like watching Basic Instincts here with Sharon Stone. You're, uh, you're doing an impression of Angela Rayner. I'm the... not, do- but I'm not doing an impression no. of Angela Rayner. That would that w- that would be wrong because that's not what she does. Yeah. Um, I'm doing an impression of what somebody said Angela Rayner does, and that's mm. somebody's not being identified yet, has it? But it's well, it's it's obviously a, they, they sort of said it's a Tory MP, haven't they? Who's said it to a newspaper, and then the newspapers decided mm-hmm. to print this sort of story that Angela Rayner um, likes. Well. She she apparently, according to this this person, and it's obviously not true, uh, but tries to put off Boris Johnson by crossing the legs and uncrossing them, a bit like a basic instinct. So mm. Boris gets a uh, flash of. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, not, that, that, I, I know that it's only... not true because it doesn't take that much to distract Boris Johnson. Yeah, I say that story would only be true if Boris Johnson was some kind of sex crazed maniac, which I'm sure he isn't. So, <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, obviously, Boris Johnson is, um, yeah, nothing distracts him too much, does he? Because he's too busy trying to pay his fines to the Metropolitan Police for yeah. uh, breaking lockdown. Yeah. So, um, which, I mean, if, I mean, it's, it's tough, isn't it? I mean, we now have Prime Minister of our country who was at his own birthday party. Well, so he, was, he went to an event. He, he went into a room. Someone was there with a cake, um, singing happy birthday. Cutting up the cake, sharing it round, um, and he didn't think it was a party. Can you believe it? It's, I mean, isn't that remarkable? I, I know. Mean, what, what, what would you associate with a party? Uh, usually cake, yeah, singing, singing, birthday, would you associate singing that? Yeah, uh, yeah, gathering yeah. a p- people, people yeah. in, in numbers. Mm. Uh, usually, is is is. is well, I mean, the, the thing is, you know, it was his birthday. Um, did did you did you know during you know the first lockdown? Did you did you manage to do anything like that for your birthday? Um, well, during the first lockdown, my birthday didn't fall. Oh, of course it didn't. Uh, okay. So, during the next um, one, then. During the next one, I we were in lockdown, yes. So we went out for a walk. Um, we didn't go out. I don't think. I think what we didn't eat, what we had to eat. Yeah, we, didn't, we, we weren't allowed to go out. But we were, it was locked down. We were shut. So oh, right. So you just follow. We just following the rules then. Yeah, I thought we're following the rules. We've been told that we need to act responsibly. So. Yeah, I followed the rules. Did anyone from work bring you a cake or anything like that? No, afraid not. Any of your family um, bring you a cake or anything like that? Um, to be fair, they might have done. Actually, um, a cake was made for me. Oh, dropped off um, at the door, maybe. Dropped, yeah. But I certainly didn't have people. I didn't no. have a, a large group of people. Did you, did you, de- did you decorator come and sing a happy birthday to you? Your, inter- your interior designer? Not on this occasion, they didn't, no. Um no. You know, it's a sh- it's a shame when that doesn't happen. I mean, how about you? What about for your birthday? What do you do? Did you? Oh, I was fi- I was I was I was fine. There wasn't really any rules on my birthday. I, I got away with it on both both times because there was no All rules, right, pretty much. <laughs> oh, if there were rules, I didn't know what they were, so I just did it anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, no, cool. I didn't. My birthday September, so uh, I could. I mean, you know. It, there was just, I think there was maybe standard social distancing guide, guidelines um, mm. on, on the first lockdown birthday ad, but uh, yeah. yeah you probably you might be rule of six, I think, perhaps. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. yeah. Um, which I'm sure you oh, yeah. agreed and stuck to it. I mean, um, yeah, in the same way that uh, you listened to the Sheffield Wednesday game the other day. Yes. Um, so, 
Yeah, it's just a bit, it's a bit strange, isn't it, that uh, Jacob Rees-Mogg has come out in staunch defence to the Prime Minister, hasn't he? He said it's a bit like a cricket game where you go to the decision review system and a batsman might think that uh, he's not out, but the umpire gives him out and someone reviews it and the police have reviewed it and they've decided that he, uh, he broke the rules. But Boris Johnson has paid the fine. He's paid it himself as well. Mm. I mean, I mean, what a good man. He breaks the rules. And he pays his own fine for breaking the rules. He doesn't, he doesn't even charge it back to the taxpayer. I mean, what a great bloke. I mean, some people say that it's similarish to getting a parking ticket. Yeah. I mean, you know, might be a valid point had the Prime Minister not been on... If, if the Prime Minister, for example... I, if Boris Johnson got a speeding ticket, I wouldn't really be that bothered. Or if he got a parking fine again, I wouldn't be that bothered. But if he'd been on television <laughs> about six weeks beforehand, day in, day out, telling people to not drive too fast, to not get a speeding ticket, to not park on double yellow lines, and then he went and incurred a penalty for doing exactly what he told us not to do, then I think I might be a bit annoyed. I know, but suddenly... look, but Fisher, 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 there's a war going on. Of course, yeah. They need him. Hmm. Which I wonder, I mean, if he's that important, why don't they send him to the front line then? And we'll get a new Prime Minister to do his job. If he's that important, can't he just go? I mean, that's not good, is it? We don't really want to send that. That's just going to be, it's not going to be good for Ukraine, is it? You know, that, you know, the, the last thing they need is, is him being dropped. suffering enough. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you realistically think there is anything that he's doing in terms of the war in Ukraine that any other leader of the Tory party couldn't do? No. No, neither do I. Um, I mean, it's amazing that France have actually held a general election, haven't they? Oh, yeah. So they could change their leader if, if they, if they chose not to, but they could have changed their leader. Well, they only chose not to because there's a war in Ukraine. So <laughs> bloody irresponsible to get rid of your leader at this point. Um, I think, fortunately, the uh, the right-wing fascist who uh, was standing against Emmanuel Macron only received about 40% of the vote. So, you know, that's good. That's yeah, reassuring well, to isn't it? Um, um, so moving on from that, then. Uh, I mean, the, the, the thing is, it's probably not going to be... For, it's, it's daft because it's probably... It, it sounds like it's not going to be the last of the fines he's going to get, is it? And obviously the report that we're all waiting for is going to come again and at some point and be, you know, sent to it, you know, revealed or whatever. So there's, there's going to be more to come from this, I think. But anyway, uh, P&O Ferries. Now, mm. a few weeks ago, well, it was about a month or so ago, they very harshly uh, set their staff adrift, didn't they? Just by basically firing them there and then. Um, and today, it's funny because they've now set the customers adrift as well because their boat is actually sort of stranded as we speak. I mean, it might, I don't know if it's been sorted now in the moments while we've been recording, but the, the, the boat, a, a P&O ferry is, is, is sort of... I know, and, and yeah, I know boats do float before you tell me this, Fisher, but it's floating out in the middle of the sea uh, with no engines working and stuff like that, so not able to, to go anywhere. Um, um, well, yeah, that's not really ideal, is it? I mean... I think the fact that they can just sack all their members of staff without any consultation, um, I think it's a different rules if you're sort of based at sea. Um, but it just well, seems a little God knows bit what they're doing then. Yeah, yeah. Worst things happen at sea. So if you take a job at sea, you expect bad things to happen. I mean, you know, what are these people thinking? <laughs> um, but I think a lot of people condemned them, um, including a number of politicians who said that the chief executive should resign. Um, although, funnily enough, yeah. <laughs> didn't quite say the same thing when Boris Johnson got his fine for uh, breaking lockdown rules, you know. But yeah, we'll leave we'll leave that bit of hypocrisy there. Uh, when did you last go on a boat? Uh, um, oh, I'll tell you when. 
I went on, on a boat in Millhouses Park. Oh, and while I was, it, it was it was more of a peddler. And while mm-hmm. I was on that boat, I was shot on oh, right, by right. a bird. I was your wife, anyway. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's obviously not quite ideal. Probably didn't go according to plan, did it? No. Um, but, I, I, but I of course, of it. it was good luck. So I went out and I bought myself a scratch card. Uh, it was the weekend of the Grand National, so I put £11 on in bets at the Grand National. Yeah. And obviously I've been pooed on by a bird, so... So, so what happened when you placed the bet, Jimbo? Did you win? No, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Waste of time. That's like a joke, isn't it? I mean, what happens if uh, a bird shits on your car windscreen? Don't, know. don't go out there again. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's I don't know. It's it's disappointing what's happening with PL ferries. Um, again, I think they probably had quite a lot of government subsidy. Um, you know, and it, and it was quite a landmark thing for actually for the government to be supporting a ferry company that actually had some boats at the time. Well, so, yeah, you know, very, yeah, very good on trendsetters to some degree, but uh, yeah, a bit disappointed. Obviously, what's uh, what's happened later on. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's that. Um, I don't know if we've got much, much more to talk about in the news before we jump on to, to my quiz. I mean, one thing I'd seen was that uh, you put back Jeremy Hunt. Yeah. He was uh, he was in he was in Parliament today pleading with the government to to train more nurses and doctors uh, because obviously there's there's clearly a shortage or going to be a shortage, um, which is really good of Jeremy Hunt to do that. Um, you know to plead with the government to to bring in more get get more training for nurses and doctors. Um, who, uh, who because is Jeremy he's, Hunt, by the way, Jim. Matt? Jeremy Hunt. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's it's. He, he, you know, he's doing this because basically back in, you know, about 2015, you'll remember that the nursing bursary was cut and uh, basically support for, for nurses training at university. Bearing in mind, they have to go, uh, and doctors as well, they have to go do a lot of sort of free work that, you know, mm. they, they pay yeah. to study at university. And this bursary used to help them kind of support them while they were doing that. Uh, because yeah, obviously they were, they were doing... training for the gov- for the good of the country, weren't they? So I, they were. as, as a as a member of um, you know of the the public who nurses are there, if I'll ever need them and my family ever need them, I was quite happy with them to to receive a uh, a, a nursing bursary and technically a grant. Uh, but it was sort of cut back then in 2015 when the government at the time were and the people running the country were overseeing all this and the training of nurses and staff and stuff like that. So Jeremy Hunt. Um, Going in there today and saying it was his last roll of the dice uh, to, to save um, to, to get more tri- you know nurses and doctors trained. Yeah. yeah. Who was the health secretary at the time then? Oh, it was Jeremy Hunt. Oh, was it back okay. in twenty fifteen? Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's <laughs> unbelievable, isn't it? It's also, mean, also apparently allegedly uh, one one of the politicians who was uh, received quite a lot of Russian money in his uh, time. But anyway, we'll mm. save that for another day as well. Yeah. I mean, there's probably a quiz in that in terms of receiving <laughs> money and stuff, there? but yeah, maybe maybe not quite appropriate to, just at this point. Um, which, to be fair, um, there are people on both sides of the house, I think, that receive Russian money, so that's not so that's not paying yeah. the Tories has been the only people who, uh, who do that. Um, of course, Jeremy Hunt's most famous moment uh, was surely at the start of the 2012 Olympics, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, what did he do again? Uh, he rung the bell to open the Olympics, didn't he? Didn't, didn't oh, it right. break? Did it? Yeah. Um, imagine there being a story about Jeremy Hunt and the end of the bell. Uh, um, <laughs> I feel like I trying to fit something in there in relation to him. Uh, Elon uh, Musk has bought Twitter, by the way. Just to quickly move yeah. us on, Elon Musk has bought Twitter. I mean, it's a, forty-four billions, a lot of pound for. Um, I mean, you know, we like Twitter. We use it. It's certainly, you know, uh, a place to go to for 
your kind of like news and opinions and stuff like that. But also you can see a lot of stuff like uh, I saw yesterday a breakfast in a in a dustpan served in a dustpan. Someone had made a breakfast at home with half the breakfast sat in a dustpan. Um, so that was interesting. So Elon Musk's bought Twitter, and uh, that's the kind of stuff he'll get for 44 billion quid. He could, I mean, what else could yeah. he have done with 44 billion quid? I mean, you know, let's, he, he looked around, he thought, mm, could probably solve world, world hunger, uh, mm. or, you know, look towards it. I could, you know, maybe support Ukraine. Mm. Uh, but I'll just buy Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> he, made, he made the offer to him. He, like, he had to sort of like send the message, but he had to like, an offer of like 280 characters a time oh, and yeah. just like create the massive thread of, uh, of what yeah. it was offering. Well, it's apparently he's going to be adding a, an, an edit button, isn't he? Which uh, yeah, cool. would have been useful. But I, I wonder, I wonder, is there, any, is there a particular reason why Elon Musk might have at some point in the past got some sort of, uh, you know, inspiration behind wanting to have an edit button uh, for a tweet? Um, well, I don't and, know. I mean, I don't know if you've got any particular story, Jimbo. Well, there was that time, weren't there, when he said something about, uh, was it, did he call... Did he call the people trying to save the mine uh, those those children uh, under in that cave that time? Did he call them a, a paedophile or something like that? Uh, well, be careful. I don't <laughs> the, think he called all of them that. I think he called one of them a weird pedo guy, didn't he? But, he I did. Mean, yeah. I think I might be wrong, but I think that's what he said. Uh, there was also a time when he tweeted about the um, share price of his company Tesla that he was thinking of taking private, wasn't he? And he said that he would accept a price of I think four hundred twenty dollars a share, and I think ended up. Getting um, getting censured from the Securities and Exchange Commission. Oh right, okay. Basically, market abuse related things because he inflated the share price. Of his so if only had an edit button, then if only had an edit button. Indeed. Yeah. Um, but talking about Twitter, uh, I don't know if you saw the news today that uh, Tim Westwood, former BBC Radio One DJ, um, has been accused of. I better get this right, just in case. Uh, he's been accused of sexual misconduct. Um, 64-year-old uh, Tim Westwood, I believe now, um, it was accused that uh, he had predatory and wanted sexual behaviour and touching in incidents between 1992 and 2017. I'm, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure I believe that a Radio 1 DJ back in the 90s or early 90s would have would have been involved in anything like that before. It's not, not normally heard of, is it? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Surely it's more 1970s and 80s behaviour. Um, <laughs> but he's, he's, I suppose it's good he's keeping the traditions of, uh, of Radio 1 uh, ongoing. I mean, do you know who Tim Westwood is, by the way? Uh, yeah, he's the one who does, has all the horns and, well, it clearly does have the horn. Uh, well, but yeah, yeah, on his on his, uh, on his his music tracks, you know, he has all that sort of stuff, doesn't he, you know? And he plays, like, yeah. hip-hop and stuff like that. He's the, uh, he's the bloke who tweeted on the 19th of May 2009, National Condom Week, rub it down, flip it back, wrap it up, strap it up, slap it up, tap it up before you back it up. Um, who'd have thought been accused of sexual, <laughs> sexual misconduct? What are the chances? Well, let's hope that uh, you know justice is served and you know people get listened to this time properly and it gets properly investigated and all that. Um, speaking of hip hop, um, I've heard Liam Gallagher's getting into hip hop. Is he? Oh, sorry, no, he's having a hip hop. Have you heard about this? I've not heard about this. He's, he's actually fell out of the helicopter last year. Uh, I don't know about that, but he's uh, apparently got problems with his hips and he's been a bit embarrassed because people have been talking about it quite a lot when obviously there's other things going on in the world like wars and stuff like that. So he's uh, said, I can't believe people are so bothered about this, but he put something about his hip, his his hip problems off. But I think he's got himself to blame. Like, you know, if, he, if, he, if he'd had his microphone set to the right level, you know, set to the right, you know, height, 
for all those years that he was having to stretch up to it, maybe he'd have he'd have not had the, the hip problems that he's got now. Yeah, that's um, yeah, good point. Yeah, you thought he'd have a neck injury, surely, with most common problem with the way he used to he used to do singing. Mm. Is that a bit more likely incident to have? Mm. Shall we uh, move on? Let's move on. I, I know we've just mentioned, uh, you know. Uh, w- we want sometimes we want to use our platform, Fisher, to reach out and put you know urgent appeals out there. And obviously, there's no times like the present, no time like the present, in that we, you know, what's going on in the world. Anything to add to that? No, just that you've probably made an advert in relation to this, and I, to be fair, don't really want any implication of what this advert says. What? It's an urgent appeal. There's a there's a lot of horrible things going off in the world. Just play the advert, please, Jimbo. Across the country, millions of people are suffering due to the cost of living crisis and rising fuel bills. Everyone is feeling the pinch. But there are specific groups who need your support more than ever before. Out-of-touch lords and MPs up and down the UK are struggling to heat their second homes, put fuel into their Rolls Royces, and are struggling to put caviar on the tables for their families. Some may even have to ask rich donors for money to decorate their homes and apartments. With only a mediocre £2,200 increase to their current £81,932 MP annual salary, some are going to have to make a difficult decision and choose between Barbados and the Seychelles. Just £1 of your money could go towards paying their house cleaners or dog groomers. Please support this important cause. Like I say, we like to do our bit, don't we, Fisher? Yeah. It's just, yeah. Help those in need. Okay. Um, so, uh, it's quiz time, and you wouldn't tell me anything about what this quiz is, so... No, I've just got, I've got, a, I've got a bit of a... I was thinking, I don't know about yourself, but did you do... Um, did you do very... You did various lockdown quizzes, didn't you? At the, well, during lockdown, obviously. Yes, plenty. Um, yeah, I, I remember doing one. Um, yeah, we were on lockdown quiz. You were there. You it was your birthday. People were singing happy birthday to you. Eating the cake. <laughs> sat there for ten minutes. Yeah. I didn't know anything about that. That that was an ambush. Yes, yeah. even ambush if it was, was on Zoom. Yeah. But we always do various lockdown quizzes. I, I, I sort of miss them a little bit. So I thought I'd actually get back to a slightly more traditional quiz. And there is a bit of a theme that runs through it, but I didn't want to say what the theme was before because it sort of might um, yeah, might sort of ruin some of the questions. If that's okay. I'm sure we'll soon pick up the theme. So it's it's a bit less multiple choice than it normally is. So you'll have to do a little bit of thinking if that's okay. Okay. Which I know I know sometimes can be a struggle. Um, it's not as I'm asking you to write down a set of instructions for a pizza delivery driver <laughs> or anything like that. But sure you can do it. Can can so, we also do this quite quickly? Because there's a Sheffield Wednesday match on now where they're going to about to bottle it for the playoffs uh, this season. Uh, they're playing well, Fleetwood. But well, you know. enjoy listening to it. Okay. Um, so anyway. Which businessman created X.com in 1999, which later merged with Cofinity to form PayPal? Um, okay. Uh, was do, it... Do you want to repeat the, yeah. repeat the question? Which, which person... Which businessman? Yeah. Um, or woman, but, you know, man, back in the 90s, uh, created X.com in 1999, which later merged with Cofinity to form PayPal? Um, I'm going to say, I, I, just because we've been talking about him, and I don't think it's him, I'm going to just go with a random guess and say it's Elon Musk. Well, you're absolutely right, Jim. Oh, well, look at that. That was a complete guess, but there you go. So is the running theme that every every answer is Elon Musk? 
Yeah, basically. No, it's, it's a bit more. It's to do. It's a bit more to do with Twitter because Elon Musk blamed Twitter. Okay, and it's kind of linking to that a little bit. But all right, you know, it's people with a lot of tweets or a lot of followers and all that sort of stuff. Okay. So, um, so, and each time I ask a question about something, there's also a question of how many followers do you think they've got and all that sort yep. of stuff. So, how many how many followers do you think Elon Musk has got on Twitter? Uh, oh, I'm not going to be very good at this. So easy to get like one million followers. Easy. Anyone, is anyone at the billion followers stage, though? I don't think that's quite right. Well, I think there's about is there seven or eight billion people in the world, so, you know, if yeah. it was a billion followers, it'd be one in every eight people-ish. And I don't think one in every eight people have got Twitter, maybe, because if you think about people in other countries that don't have access to IT and stuff. So I'm going to say he's got 60... No, he's got, he's got 205 million followers. Uh, you were you're you're pretty close first time round actually. He's got eighty four point oh. six million followers. So oh, right, if okay. still be a first guest, I'd kind of give him that two hundred is maybe a bit a bit far out, but there we go. All right, well that uh, that'll it, be it, that'll be a thing for everything else now. That'll be me me starting point gosh, with everything else. That, yeah. That's your benchmark. But he, he is the eighth most followed person on Twitter. Right. Okay, that um, helps. Yeah, quite a, yeah. quite an achievement. Um, next question: Whose selfie at the twenty fourteen Oscars broke records for being the most tweeted picture ever at the time? Was it? Ellen DeGeneres. You are absolutely right. It was Ellen DeGeneres. Yes. So, do we do we think Ellen DeGeneres has got more or less followers than Elon Musk? I think because she's more showbiz, I think probably more. Um, so, if Elon Musk's got 84, did you say 81? Was it? Uh, I, 84, I said. I reckon she's going to be 110. Uh, you are wrong. She's actually got slightly less. Oh. She has got 77.5 million, which is obviously still quite a large amount. And that means that she, in terms of her position on the charts, is 10th. Okay. 10th most followed person on Twitter. Or person slash object, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Um, yes, they're corporate accounts and all that sort of stuff, and they're every now and then. Oh, right, okay, I'll, uh, fair uh, enough. I thought you, I thought that was, uh, I thought you was offending Ellen DeGeneres then, but I, I get that you, no, no. you're saying that some of the accounts might actually be products or uh, yeah, organizations. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, fair enough. So, for example, the BBC Breaking News has got quite a lot of followers, or yeah. or all that sort of stuff. For example, um, next up, uh, which American pop singer who used to date a member of the Wanted vanished from Twitter around last Christmas time? Oh, um, who was obviously very popular on Twitter as well and got a lot of followers. Oh, I don't. I, I um, uh, can I can I ask, can I give can I do like clues? Can I ask you stuff and you'll say yes or no? Yeah. Okay. Are they British? No. Are they American? Yeah. This has not helped at all. Mm. <laughs> uh, so they're a singer. You said. American singer who used to date a member of The Wanted. Used to date Nathan Sykes from The Wanted, apparently. Right. Okay. Um, disappeared from Twitter. Uh, is yeah, it, probably, it, probably around four or five months ago. Does she have a famous dad? No. Okay. I'm not that I'm aware of. It's not Miley Cyrus, basically. All right, okay. Is what I'm saying. Uh, right, I, I'm just going to have to go with it then. I'm going to guess... Uh, oh, hold on. No, 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 no. No, nah, I don't. I'm going to guess. Is it Katy Perry? Uh, it's not Katy Perry. Ugh. Katy Perry, but that's a, that's a good guess. She's got. She's she does have a lot of Twitter followers. It's actually Ariana Grande. Oh, I'm gonna say yeah. that. I thought she might be too young. No, she. Uh, yeah, apparently she just disappeared from Twitter. No one really seems to know why. But there we go. 
so my question, but other question is: Does she have when she closed her account? Did she have more or less Twitter followers than Ellen DeGeneres' seventy-seven and a half million? Yes, definitely. I'm going to say she had ninety-seven million. Uh, you, you're right in terms of she had more followers. I means it's a bit less than what you said, but it's eighty-five point three million, so it's quite a quite a lot. I give myself that. Yeah, I give you that. Uh, next, where is oh. she then in the uh, chart? Is she like, I mean, is she obviously above Elon Musk there, so she about seven for. Um, she what? She was just below Elon Musk. So she was okay. If she was between seventh and eighth, basically of the current yeah. people, if okay. that makes sense. Um, next up, someone else who's no longer on Twitter started their own university in two thousand and five. Only to be told that calling this particular establishment a university was a violation of state law, so it had to be renamed. Who was it? Right. Is this somebody who's not on Twitter through choice, through their choice? Um, it's certainly someone's choice that's no longer on Twitter, but yes, I don't believe it's their choice that they're no longer on Twitter. Is it a man? Uh, it is a man, yeah. Is it Donald Trump? It is Donald Trump. <laughs> what a, doesn't, it just, doesn't the world feel slightly more boring now that it's not president? Well, I saw, not to, a bad thing, I saw today, actually, that he's... he's, he's He's a bit, in a bit of trouble, isn't he? Because he's he's supposed to be providing documents to court about his financial dealings and stuff, and he's still not provided these documents, and he's his sort of time's ticking, uh, so he could end up in a bit of trouble. Um, but I'm mm. sure he'll get away with it as as he always did. Uh, but well, yeah. So yeah, my question is: at the closure of their accounts, who had more followers, Ariana Grande or Donald Trump? Sadly, it was Donald Trump, I think, because, well, there was people following him because he, he had some quite, you know, hardcore supporters, but then there were people following him because they just did it for comedy value and just wanted to see what he was going to write next. So let's see, yeah. uh, definitely more. Uh, you're right, it's more. Not not massively so, though. Um, only about three million more than Ariana Grande. Okay. So, um, but yes, you're right, it was more. Um, next up. I think we've mentioned the the Oscars and the selfie and Will Smith whacking Chris Rock. Um, it's interesting, really, because uh, Will Smith, when he hit Chris Rock, he um, yeah, did it with a, an open hand. He, he? he pulled out he of the punch and he went for a slap instead, yeah. Went for a slap. Yeah. Um, he properly, really flat hand. Yeah. Very much gave you the impression that uh, it was playing rock, paper, scissors. Mm. I think anyone would know that uh, paper beats, uh, beats Chris Rock. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, who withdrew as host of the Oscars in 2019 in a row over some historic homophobic tweets? And it's someone who is popular on Twitter. Oh, um, and was it them who'd tweeted these? Uh, I believe it was okay. in, about, in about eight or nine years beforehand. Male? Uh, it's someone, it's, uh, male, yeah. British? No, it's someone who's a comedian, though, sort of maybe would be... More likely to provide, shall we say, edgy material, or if you like, offensive material. An, an American comedian. American comedian. British ma- uh, American comedian. Not British American comedian. Uh, American American, comedian. American com- yeah, okay, fair yeah. enough. And, right, okay. Uh, oh, okay. In fact, I, th- I believe this person may have actually gone on tour and done sort of joint gigs with Chris Rock. I may be, I may be wrong, but I think that's, I think he has. Is he white? No. Oh, well, okay. I mean, I don't look at these sort of things, but I, I don't believe he is white. No, just because I was trying to narrow it down, because uh, there is a comedian who does remind me a bit of Chris Rock in his sort of style and his uh, delivery, and his, his, even his voice to it, in a, in a sense. 
you know, that slightly higher pitch voice that Chris Rock's kind of got a little bit. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> and it's uh, it's the it's the it's the I can't remember his name. It's the bold white guy. Uh, but anyway, he's on. He's been on Star Wars, Mandalorian recently, and stuff like that. He's a he's an actor as well. I can't remember his name now. But yeah, okay. So in that case, uh, I'm going to name the only other um, American comedian that I know that I can think of off the top of my head, and I think it could be Eddie Murphy. Yeah, you're wrong. Unfortunately. Oh. It's, uh, it's it's Kevin Hart. Oh yeah, Kevin Hart. No. Mm. So, Kevin Hart, um, I think out of all the comedians on Twitter, he's got more followers than any other comedians. But did he have, or does he have, more than Donald Trump had when Donald Trump left Twitter? Nah, less. Yeah, you're right, it's less. He's, got, he's only got 37.1 million. Yeah, I thought he would be one of the lower ones, yeah. Yeah. Should have, um, because of all those tweets, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bad news is most people are sort of, uh, who follow him are people who like homophobic material and are very disappointed at what he's producing nowadays. Who knows? Uh, next up, who went from working in a bakery in Cheshire to becoming the most followed Brit on Twitter? Um, American, tell me again. Well, it's got nothing to do with American because it's who's sorry, the most I, followed sorry. Brit on Twitter. But who, who went from working in a bakery in Cheshire to becoming the most followed Brit on Twitter? They are the now, most I, I would, followed. They are the most. I, I would say that there was a bit of an interim period between being working in a bakery in Cheshire to becoming the most followed Brit uh, on Twitter. Okay, are they are they are they female? Uh, no, you can work in a bakery without being female. I, I was just asking because I, I, I've got someone in mind who I don't know, um, but a lot of people know them or I've heard of them. I don't actually know who they but I'm, I'm obviously wrong because if it's who, a male... Who are you thinking? Well, I keep hearing this Molly May who was on Love Island. I know you like Love Island. No, I don't know that. I think, I think anyone who's on Love Island, basically Instagram, not Twitter. All oh, right, fair enough. All right, so they um, worked in a bakery, so it's a... They me- worked in a bakery. It's a male. It's a male. And um, what... They do, are, the are, they, are, they, are they a singer? Twitter. Are they a singer? Uh, they are a singer, yes. Um, is it... Oh, oh, I don't know. Is it? Are they a new singer? Are they new? Have they been around a while? Um, they've probably been around about between 10 and 15 years. Oh, okay. Um, Probably, probably younger than us. I would say. Do they have ginger hair? No, I'm not sure you think. Uh, no, it's not actually. <laughs> um, ten, well, fifteen us, years. Been around about ten, fifteen years or so. Um, this is hard. I, 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 uh, I'll, 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 they're now a solo artist, but they were previously part of a band. Ten, fifteen years they've been around Cheshire. Um, I would say they probably. Oh, hold on a minute. Through. Okay. Is it one of the One Direction people? Is it Harry Styles? One one it's Harry Styles. Well done. Thank you. So. Uh, I've, I've got a supplementary question as well, I suppose. But uh, first up, has he got more or less followers than Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart had 37.1 million. More. You're right. He has got more. He's got 37.6 million. Oh, not as, much, not as many more as I thought he might have. Mm. Yeah. In- interestingly... Um, well, I suppose I've just given it away, really, haven't I? Which member of... Um, well, yeah, I've probably given it away. Who, who do you think, out of One Direction, has got the most followers? I probably would have said Harry Styles. Oh, you'd be wrong. It was actually it's Niall from One Direction. All right, OK, fair enough. Is he the one that plays... Uh, no, it's not. It's not, the, it's not the football one, is it? Doncaster one. That's Louis Tomlinson, mm. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Niall Horan is Irish, so therefore 
isn't the most followed Brit, but he is the most followed Irishman okay. on Twitter. Uh, next up, uh, we're now moving a bit more on to likes as opposed to followers, if that's okay. All right. Um, number seven, a tweet informing of which actor and director's death is the most liked tweet ever with 7.2 million likes, which I think is about 3 million more likes than any other tweet that's ever been produced. Okay. Although I would sort of say, just in general, the fact that someone said this person is dead and 7 million people have liked it, I would maybe say is a little bit harsh on the fella. So, um, so are we talking about the person who's died here? Uh, well, I think it was his family who basically accessed his Twitter account and posted oh, a message saying right, this okay. person has passed away. All right. When was this then? Uh, that is a good question, but I think it was about two years ago, but I could be wrong. And it was an actor? Uh, it was an actor and director. I'll be honest, I've, I don't particularly know who this person was. So. Was it the bloke from uh, Fast and Furious films? Um, Paul... I think you might be thinking of Paul Walker. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah it's not him. Okay. Uh, was he an old actor? No, it was quite... Uh, it was relative... Well, I say relatively young. Uh, it was 43 when he died on 27th, 28th of August 2020. Mm, I don't think I'm going to get um, it. He was, ah, uh, tell you what, he was, uh, I, I, I don't think you're going to get it, but I can give you a bit of a clue that he was in the Black Panther films. Oh, yeah. I'm, I can't remember his name, but I know who you mean. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, it was Chadwick Boseman. Um, does he have, now 7.2 million people liked the tweet that he died, you know, as I say, slightly offensive. Does he have more or less followers than 7.2 million? Um, I think he might have more. No, he has less. He only has 2.1 million oh, people. Right. Um, you know, for every, every every person who followed him, two people sort of uh, decided to like the tweet saying he died. Right. No, there we go. Um, next up, which film star tweeted in August 2020, uh, so the same month as, uh, as Chadwick Boseman sadly passed away, but it wasn't him. Which film star tweeted in August 2020, do you want to feel old? I'm 40. You're welcome. It was liked by 3.1 million people, which puts it in the top 10 most liked tweets ever. Uh, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna have this one in the bag. Is it Macaulay mm. Culkin? You're absolutely right. Well done. <laughs> yeah, he, so he, he was 40 in 2020. He was 40 in 2020. Yes, for me. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> for anyone who didn't see, I was uh, doing the old face slap sort of thing. Yep. Um, yeah. He arranged a family party for his birthday, but his family all disappeared off, unfortunately, and left him to it, so oh, right, who okay. knows. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he Home was... alone, how he should have been, Boris. Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly, yes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he was there, the decorator was there, you know, various other people. Um, so does he, does he have more or less followers than the 3.1 million people that liked his tweet? No, I think he had... Oh, yeah, I think he's got more than that. Uh, no, you'd be wrong. He's only got, he's only got 845,000. Only? Mm. He used to work on his Twitter. Next up, question nine. Um, I've got 11 questions here, by the way. It's question nine. Who tweets saying, hello, literally everyone, was liked 3.2 million people times, uh, 3.2 million times in October 2021? And what were the circumstances? It was, I think I know who this is. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, is it a British person? Um, well, do you want to give your answer? Is it Sir David Attenborough? Uh, no, it isn't. Oh. I, think, I think I think you're thinking of when he joined Instagram. All oh, right, okay. But yeah, to be fair, that's a, that's a reasonable guess actually, because I don't think he was. I don't think he's far off with what he put on Instagram. So I'll 
you know, I'll highly commend you on that front. Mm. But but no, not not quite right. Um, it wasn't a person. Oh, was it? Uh, was it? Was it? The, was it the moon or something? It wasn't. No, it wasn't the moon. I, I, I don't feel moon tweet. Um, was it an animal? No, it was an organisation. Again, the tweet said, "Hello, literally everyone." Uh, the the in world August, in October 2021. Uh, yeah, and what were the circumstances behind it? I don't know. Okay, uh, it was Twitter that tweeted uh... that, and it was on the same day that Facebook uh, and Instagram faced a large blackout and a drop in service. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. So um, yeah, 3.2 million people liked that tweet. Do they have more or less followers than that? Uh, what Twitter? Twitter. How many followers did Three Twitter point, have? How many people liked it? 3.2 million people liked it. Yeah, it's going to have more. Uh, yeah, you're right. They've, they've actually got 61.4 million people following them, which I think is quite a lot. Um, what have they done to deserve that? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure what content they have to produce, but they're actually the 16th most popular Twitter. Go in. Um, Twitter person, effectively. Um, that's Twitter themselves. Uh, next up, uh, number 10. Who was Barack Obama paying his respects to when his tweet on 26th of January 2020 received 7.3 million likes? I don't know, Boom. but but did Nadine Doris, Doris c- copy and paste it? Could have done, yeah. <laughs> she, no, she, the only reason she accidentally copy and pasted Doris's tweet is because she was too busy upstreaming some movies, wasn't she? <laughs> and going for a few games of tennis on local tennis pitches. <laughs> Good job we got that in. I mean, you'd have been gutted if we'd not remembered that, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Did you, did you see the w- weird interview she did when she was trying to defend Boris? Oh, well, she looked um, drunk. She looked a bit drunk, but also I was, I was, I was slightly intrigued by... Um, oh, by the way, I've just um, my watch had just buzzed and uh, Sheffield Wednesday are one up. Oh, but thank you. Missing this. Missing this. Thank you very yeah. much. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Gregory has scored. I'm not Brill. sure he's... Uh, you know what? They won't score now for, for another... They won't yeah. score. They'll, that'll finish like that, or they'll end up losing or drawing. So come on. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, it was Barack Obama paying tribute to um, someone who passed away, obviously, on the 26th of January 2020. His tweet yeah. received 3.7 million likes. Um, is uh, a sports person as well. It, the person who was it the was it was it a tr- quite a tragic death, as in untimely death. Um, yeah, like a lot of deaths, it's quite. Well, tragic. you know what I mean, as in like not you know. Very unexpected, as in an old age, not an old age death sort of thing. Yes, yeah. Was it the the basketball player or baseball? And I'm, I'm never very good with American <laughs> sports, so it's one or the other. But it's it was it, unfortunately it was some sort of helicopter incident. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll give you that. I think you sort of feeling around the right answer. It was it was Kobe Bryant, basketball player who died in the helicopter. Uh, so that was. 3.7 million likes. Uh, does Barack Obama have more or less than 3.7 million followers on Twitter? Yeah, more. Yeah, you're right. He's, uh, he's the most followed person on Twitter um, with 131.7 million followers. Very good. Um, and finally, uh, who complained today that he previously used to get around 5,000 retweets, but nowadays he hardly gets anything and blamed Twitter's algorithms? It was Nigel Farage. It was Nigel Farage, yes. Nothing to do with him being absolutely pointless and irrelevant and a massive waste of space. Uh, that's your opinion and not mine. <laughs> um, there we go. Do you know roughly how many followers Nigel Farage has got? He should only have three. His mum, if she's still me around. Me. Yeah. me, you, and the waste of web space. Yeah, um, yeah. 
Yeah, save your time if you want to roughly guess how many you think he's got. Uh, 1.6 million. No, he's got more. So if if they've... Well, some people have had three point... Whatever. He has actually got 1.6 million followers on Twitter. Really? He's got exactly one point... Well, not exactly one point. <laughs> but when you click on him, it says 1.6 million. So, oh. um, Yay! Give yourself a round of applause rather than a breaking news. There we go. Yeah. No, I think it should be breaking news because you've got to bang on with... Uh, you know, I thought, well, not do multiple choice to make it harder and you actually pull out at the last... Month. What a great bit of tension that is. You've consistently been terrible throughout this quiz. <laughs> you don't know a single thing. Last question, how many followers Nigel Farage got? Bang. Exactly. I'll get it to the nearest 100,000. Well done. Brilliant. Thanks right. for that, for sure. So, no problem. I thought, I thought we'd dispense with multiple choice just try and bring that memory of lockdown quizzes. <laughs> so there we go. Well, thank you very much for listening, watching, whatever. You can tell them in a rush. Sheffield Wednesday playing. Uh, the winning at the minute. Uh, this this will be all irrelevant once you listen to it back if you're not watching live not many people mm-hmm. will be maybe I don't know but anyway uh, thank you very much Fisher we'll be back again we'll try and get more consistent won't we now back in a couple yeah, of weeks time been a bit busy you know it's it's, it's almost felt I, know, I don't like to say it Jimbo but it's not really felt like the kind of time where you want to be doing no podcasting with various things going on in the world um, you know with what's happened in Ukraine and Russia it's just a a very, very sad time. I mean, it's that bad that our Prime Minister won't even resign over it because he's working so hard yeah. and trying to resolve the situation. And, so. and as well as that, you're busy playing cricket and getting LBWs and disagreeing about yeah. it and not resigning yeah. and all that yeah. kind of mix-up. Yeah, again, a fine from the police because I've uh, yeah, padded up to one that was uh, nipping down the leg side, but there we go. <laughs> um, to be fair, I'm not actually scoring many runs or taking many wickets yet, but I am certainly playing. Um, well, that's good. Well, yeah, I've managed one. So far, I've managed one game this season, which uh, should should change tomorrow night. I'll be back on it and uh, and playing plenty of matches. Well, um, have a good and then fish. You too, Jimbo. Enjoy, and we'll be all back again soon. We'll see you later. Goodbye. <laughs>